Welcome to Cambro Eats. I'm your host, Felix Bazgan. On today's show, we speak with a TikTok star, Kara Wade. Better known by her TikTok name of Butterface Lunch Lady, you'll hear about her rise to TikTok stardom, the great work she does as a kitchen director at a K-12 facility, and the interesting story behind her TikTok name. On with the show. With us on the show today is Kara Wade, a chef and kitchen director at a K-12 uh, facility. Welcome, Kara. Thanks for having me. Nice to nice to finally get to talk to you. Uh, I see you all the time on TikTok on the For You page. So uh, we'll get to that shortly. But before we talk about how, you know, uh, we even found each other, if you will, through that, that medium, uh, t- tell us a little about yourself, kind of your background. That's, you know, how we usually do these things and just ask people how they really got into food service. Yeah, I was interested in food service really early on. And I think when I was younger, I didn't really know what all the options were in the industry. So I thought I want to be a restaurant manager. And in high school, I read a book about restaurant management. And I just thought the hours and the commitment described was just not for me. That was just not the life I wanted. And so I just threw that away. Uh, I went to college and the my freshman year, I majored in human development and uh, kind of ironically, my plan was to work in preschools. Okay. Um, and then that summer between my freshman and my sophomore year, I had been watching the Rachel Ray talk show. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to my cousin about like, that just looks so fun. I wish I could do that. And she said just the most simple life-changing thing to me. She said, well, why don't you just do that? Yeah. Um, so I went back to school and I changed my major to hospitality business management. Wow. Um, and the program there at Washington State University, um, at least when I was there, they require a thousand hours of uh, industry experience for your degree. Wow. So just got started right away. They run a couple businesses through the school to help provide those hours. Sure. Uh, so I got a job working for hospitality catering services okay. and just went from zero experience to prepping food for 300, 400, 500 people right out of the gate. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. A- after that, what, what did you, uh, what did you jump into there? After college? Yeah. Um, I actually moved to Thailand because there's no time, like when you're 22 to just. Wow. That's the time to do it. <laughs> how was that experience or or what made you out of all the places to move to I guess what what made you pick uh pick there you know I just had a, a connection somebody that I knew their parents lived in Thailand and they were aware of this uh job with a nonprofit running a coffee shop and bakery okay and at my job and actually at a couple jobs I had during college I was really focused on pastry and baking um, so it just seemed like a good fit and a good thing to try. And I spent two years there. Cool. Um, when I moved back to the States, I did a little stint at Starbucks to <laughs> reacclimate. And then I worked at a, a restaurant called Pock Pock for a little while. Okay. Um, RIP Pock Pock. <laughs> um, and then after that, I moved on to uh, working for the Portland Rescue Mission and got back into the swing of those really large quantities of sure. food prep before right. I ended up here at the school. Okay, great, great. So jumping back to how 
how we connected or how we got a hold of you. Obviously, TikTok's been growing in, in insanely amounts, obviously, in recent years. So I, I actually want to ask you first, um, for folks who obviously haven't seen your content, and we'll, we'll have links to, to, to that if, if those are interested, um, what made you kind of share things in there? Because again, you, you share content that's very kind of straightforward. Uh, you know, it's nothing... Uh, you know, uh, out of the norm, so to speak, you're kind of giving a glimpse into into your world, into the the things you do. Uh, kind of what made you decide to to do that? I love food and I love what I do. And I've always documented it. You know, I've always had a running Instagram or whatever the thing of the moment is. And TikTok was really just the next phase. Mm-hmm. Um before COVID hit, I had all these plans to open a food cart. Okay. Um, and so I had designed the Butterface logo and had the name. And I just love my cute little Butterface logo so much that I decided to make it the face of my TikTok once that became kind of the full place to post content. And the rest is kind of history. I just, I love what I do and it's really fun to just share it as is with people yeah yeah that yeah i and now can can we ask uh, about the name of the uh <laughs> now how, how did that come about do can, can we ask about that yeah the the food cart i was planning to open was gonna be um like low carb or keto focused which you know is a lot of like heavy fat content and right. food and so it was kind of just a punny like play on words yeah <laughs> and the idea of a little he's a stick of butter but he has a face and it's very, it's very i don't know funny. it's it's a little bit a little bit provocative <laughs> makes people go wait what it makes people do that? a double take yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool very interesting great what uh so what what's been kind of the uh uh, uh the the feedback from uh you know a variety of people from uh, like students or or some of the parents i'm sure i i could i could expect and again i'll i'll speak for for myself when i watch it uh you're not just again when you're presenting the things you do it really comes across uh, it really you show how much you actually do enjoy the process of the food and you explain in detail and you talk about some of the challenges whether an ingredient is out how you have to make do and you still kind of do all these things and it's, you know, without missing a beat, if you will. And you do share all these things out there. Yeah. The, I've had a couple of kids who will come up to the window and they're like, I saw you on TikTok. I couldn't believe it was my school on TikTok. Yeah. Um, so they, they seem to get a kick out of it. And um, I think there's always a little bit of nerves when it comes to sure. your management or your admin, like how is this going to come across? And they have been so supportive. That's good. Uh, my school is full of just the kindest, most supportive staff and admin. And That's great. I'm yeah, well, I, I think you definitely are a great ambassador for, uh, you know, the, the 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 support that obviously a lot of people don't really see besides day to day. I mean, like I said, speaking for myself, I remember the the lunch ladies when when I when I was in uh, when I was in school. And again, you had no idea what the work that went on back there. It's like there was a whole you know, might as well have been out of space for the amount of, you know, kind of a, a, a access you had to to what was going on back there. So it's it's kind of interesting in the way you present it. Really, uh, I, I would tend to, you know, kind of bet a lot of people. It doesn't look drastically different than like in an actual restaurant, people preparing food and all that. And it's a lot of work. And obviously you're dealing with so many quantities day in and day out. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's like a little peek behind the curtain. Definitely, yeah. So what what is it that you love about your job right now so much? Oh, I obviously I love the kids, like getting to feed all these kids. Um, you said K-12. We actually also have a child care center. Okay. So it's one-year-olds all the way through high school. Oh. Um, so probably my favorite part of my job is sneaking over to the child care side and just kind of peeking in and watching, you know, the toddlers yeah. trying to figure, you know, they're trying to figure everything out. They don't know. <laughs> how to eat exactly if it's a mess and yep. if it's sloppy joe day that's where you're gonna find me is peeking in to see the little kids eating it um and i love to hear kids saying like i didn't like this but i tried it again um and maybe they liked it the second time or maybe yeah. they didn't um but just exposing them to new things and knowing that even if they don't love it that it's something that is becoming more familiar to them all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for a food service job, I have really great hours. I get to spend the evening with my family and I get weekends and holidays off, which is unheard of in the industry. It's true. So, and I, I love to cook. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. great. That's awesome. What are, uh, what, uh, again, having, having been in the, in, in, in the school or for, for a little bit now, what are some of the trends that you see, obviously, coming out of the pandemic and kind of moving forward? What, what are you seeing some of the things that are really popular or some things that aren't so popular that, that are dying off maybe or, you know, things like that? Yeah, we are, you know, in my eyes, very lucky. Um, we don't face a lot of the same challenges or restrictions as a private school that I know a lot of public schools do. Um, and I don't know when it started. I know it definitely started before I was in elementary school, uh, that food was, you know, largely standardized and frozen and prefab things that were being reheated. Mm. Um, but I noticed that in private and public schools, there seems to be a way of starting of like fresher options and just people in general being more aware that the food we serve our kids needs to be nutritious and appealing. Right. And that like perfect nutrition on the plate doesn't really mean anything if it doesn't end up in their bellies. Um, so I, th I think that you see a lot of different schools serving fresh salads and um, yeah, just those, those fresher and more kind of handcrafted items. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what I love about sharing my content on TikTok is hearing from other school cooks or camp cooks who yeah. are getting some ideas about, mm -hmm. you know, one of the creative things I get to do is, is figure out the balance of, I can't, I can't make every single thing from scratch for right. 500 kids. So what are ways that I can support myself and shortcut, but still provide a product that is good and tasty and nutritious and feels fully homemade without running myself into the ground trying to you know to do things from scratch to an unreasonable extent right, right. day in and day out it's, yeah this is the, yeah it's uh it's it's constant wow um okay great um you know one thing i'm i'm curious uh, from your perspective what are some of the misconceptions uh, or things that 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 public uh may not know about school food service that that you wish they, they they knew a little bit more about i think the biggest thing that people 
<clears throat> you know, especially in my, my interactions with people in the TikTok comments and all that, uh, people don't seem to understand the implications of how much, how big, how many, much quantity of stuff we're doing. Mm -hmm. And people love to say, just do this. Why don't you just do that? And like, there is no just doing anything yeah. 500 times. Um, and I, I know, especially for public schools, that their hands are tied a lot. And your lunch staff cares about your kids. Um, and if something is not the way you would want it to be, mm -hmm. I guarantee it's not because that staff in the kitchen didn't care about it. Um, it's very challenging and overwhelming. And as somebody with a lot of experience in the industry, it's challenging for me. I think a lot of schools, uh, kitchens are staffed by people who don't have a lot of industry experience and just want to take care of the kids. Um, and it's, it's very complicated and it's very difficult. And, you know, any mistake you make when you're preparing 500 of something is potentially 500 mistakes. Right. No, it's true. Yeah. Very good point. Good, good, good. Uh, well, excellent. Did you, so one, one last thing about the, the, the whole TikTok experience, did you ever imagine you'd have 200,000 plus followers on, on a platform? <laughs> Look at I, mean, I don't think I ever thought social media was going to be the thing, but I, yes, I absolutely imagined it. I, from like a very young age, I would do, you know, I loved watching Food Network. And from a very young age, I would do my own cooking shows in the kitchen when I was like microwaving a Pop-Tart. Right. Like microwaving a Hot Pocket. But I would go through the whole thing of like, you simply cannot put the foil in the microwave. <laughs> so I, obviously I could have anticipated uh, when or how, but I've always been drawn to yeah. food and to sharing it with people and yeah, yeah i'm i'm a big food network head <laughs> excellent well i i think it's it's really um interesting and i think it's really opening to a lot of folks to kind of the way you're sharing not only just the kind of behind the scenes but in in such a uh very open and, and and natural and honest way so people really like you said they see the 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 challenges and they see the the day-to-day, -day, but at the same time, the end result for a lot of these things are, are just phenomenal. And I think, you know, if people were to look at several of the piece of content you put out there, they would really be, <laughs> it would be something else. I don't know if a lot of people would be able to step into uh, into the shoes in, uh, in, the, in the school food service uh, so quickly. Thank you so much. That's really yeah. kind. Great. Well, thank you. We appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was great. And uh, we hope everybody follows you on TikTok. Yeah, Butterface Lunch Lady. Thank you for listening. For more information, please check out CambroEats.com. Until next time, stay hungry. <laughs>